At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in, fine citizens. Happy Manic Monday here on the Detroit City Cast. Guess what? We've got a full week of NFL preseason action. We are under a month now until the start of Michigan and Michigan State's football season. We are basically at the month and a couple day point before the Lions will play their first regular season game right here at Ford Field in Detroit. We got the FedEx Cup playoffs starting soon in golf this Thursday, of course, the FedEx St. Jude Classic. We've got the U.S. Open in tennis in a few weeks. This is a great time of year. So much to get to here. We will have the latest edition of Michigan Mondays with a focus on Michigan and Michigan State football. i got some updated spreads and futures for you. Reports from training camp. Uh, for fall camp for both the teams. And we're probably not going to know, it looks like, the starting quarterback for Michigan, maybe even till the snap, the first snap or the kickoff uh, of the Colorado State game on, on Friday, September 4th. So we'll have to find out if anything comes out during camp. You know, college football teams are much more tight-lipped and aren't like the NFL where, you know, you're going to kind of know what's going on closer to the start of the season. Sometimes even further out from the start of the season, but should be interesting to see what happens with J.J. McCarthy and Kane McNamara. Uh, reports out of both camps right now, by the way, with Michigan and Michigan State are that there is a lot of talent on both those teams. I mean, obviously overall a little more talent on Michigan, but the Spartans could have an interesting year as well, so we'll get into that coming up in just a little bit. And a big day, a big weekend, but a big day and night, Saturday night at Comerica Park. 
and all week long last week, it was all about Sweet Lou. And how about the Detroit Tigers against Shane Rue McClanahan, the Golden Girl, somebody get, get that reference. How about the Tigers not just winning the game where they finally retire Lou Whitaker's number, but beating one of the best pitchers in baseball, beating a pretty decent, you know, Tampa Bay team, nine to one after that brilliant ceremony for Sweet Lou. Uh, we know in here in Detroit is a Hall of Famer. That's for sure. Uh, but, you know, just to be able to celebrate a guy that's always been one of my favorite athletes and players, and I did have the, the great uh, privilege of hosting multiple Q&As at Comerica Park with the 84 Tigers, and, and Lou Whitaker was there uh, for for both of them. And he's just, uh, he's a heck of a guy. He really is, and he means so much to so many different generations of Tigers fans, like my dad's generation. They're, you know, more 68 guys, but they loved 84. They were around my age, 30s and 40s, when 84 came around, and they loved Lou Whitaker. Then, of course, my era, I was seven years old with that Detroit Tigers Coke bottle can collection uh, when the Tigers won the World Series in 84, and growing up with him and Tram, and, and just hearing Trammell talk about, you know, there is no dynamic you know, double play duo without Lou Whitaker and that, you know, it, he didn't feel comfortable being in the Hall of Fame, A, and having his number retired, B, without Lou Whitaker having it done. And that's that's just the way that Alan Trammell is. He's just one of the greats. But to see the number one retired and to see in a shrine and in right center field with Ty Cobb and Al Kaline and and Trammell and others, uh, you know, it, it just it, it just a beautiful weekend. And while the Tigers are not a very good team right now and have a lot of decisions to be made, whether it's, you know, Alvila keeping his job and, you know, is A.J. Hinch the right guy? And obviously, Miguel Cabral Cabrera, uh, you know, a few days back said, I think I might retire with, you know, the nagging injury. And, um, and then the next day, I, I think I'm definitely I'm coming back. I'm not done yet. You know, and, and Cabrera with, you know, being banged up and just having this situation where, you know, he doesn't know necessarily what he wants to do. I mean, he's got the right knee situation. It's a chronic right knee injury. And, you know, he he really did do a 180. I mean, I, I think it was on Wednesday, he said, you know, he, he wouldn't guarantee. Actually, I think, I'm sorry, it was, I mean, it was Thursday. Uh, he didn't, he would guarantee playing in, in 2023. But the next day he came out and said, yeah, I'm going to play. So there's a lot of things looming over the franchise right now, as we've discussed on this show. But that all goes away when you honor a guy like Lou Whitaker and on top of that, beat a a decent Tampa Bay team and beat them like a drum 9-1 to in front of what you would have hoped a lot of Saturday night and Friday night and even weeknight crowds would have looked like at Comerica Park. And unfortunately, they haven't because the Tigers... Are a pretty bad team. I mean, they are 43 and 66 after losing 7 0 on Sunday. But to see the stands packed and just the feeling there at Comerica Park, it was it was awesome. I mean, it was a crowd of over 40,000. It was almost a sellout. You know, Comerica holds 41,574. The Tigers, by the way, if you're wondering, were plus 240 ish, and the total was 
or seven and a half, excuse me, and they went over and they covered as a big dog. But still in last place in the AL Central, you know, still 15 games out of first, no chance at a wild card. Offense not that good, very inconsistent, starting pitching very up and down. Uh, but like I said, it all went away on Saturday. And actually, for the most part, during the week, there was the dinner earlier in the week and uh, celebrations on Friday night. And I know people were lined up early to get those Lou Whitaker jerseys. Uh, you know, they were handing out, or, you know, the shirts they were handing out before the game uh, on Saturday night. Uh, it just, just awesome. I mean, it, it, Lou Whitaker is what Detroit sports is all about. Guys like him and Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars and, you know, Matthew Stafford uh, and, and Stevie Y and so many others that just are heart and soul guys in this amazing, incredible sports town that we live in. And yes, it's lead times right now, but you've got a team in the Detroit Lions that, yes, I know, let me hold my breath here, could end up being a very, very, very good team over the next several years based on what they're doing right now with Brad Holmes and hopefully Dan Campbell being the right guy. The Red Wings, I think next year, are going to be a playoff team. And in the next few years, could end up being a legitimate top-level Eastern Conference contender. The Pistons with Sadiq Bay and Jaden Ivey and Cade Cunningham. And, and hopefully Dwayne Casey's the right coach there, but Troy Dree Weaver sure seems to be the, the right GM. They seem primed to take a lift to hopefully top four status in the Eastern Conference. And then the Tigers, a few years ago, it seemed like the Tigers would have been the best chance. With all the, you know, good young players, the Casey Mises, the Spencer Torkelsons, the Riley Greets. They, I hope they don't go backwards again. Because it'd be great to have times... Like we did back in the Lou Whitaker, Alan Trammell, you know, Sparky Anderson days. And like we did during the Jim Leland, early Cabrera and Maglio Ordonez. And, and, you know, just the, the great 10-year basically period of every year of contention except for one. Uh, with those great Tigers teams and Max Scherzer and David Price and Peralta. And, and they went to two World Series. Hopefully the Tigers can get back to that. And you got a little taste of that with Lou Whitaker's number being retired uh, for eternity at Comerica Park. So very special stuff. I know I, I wasn't able to make the game myself. I got able, was able to watch uh, the ceremony and I had a lot of friends that were out there that said it was awesome. Aside from the fact that it felt like 100 degrees uh, on, a, on a late uh, August Saturday, you know, early August, but the, so, 6 to 9 or so o'clock at night, still felt like 100 degrees, uh, which we're going to obviously miss when this weather turns here. Uh, but we got football coming up, so that'll make it a little better for us. Uh, always Football always eases the pain, but that was an awesome weekend honoring Lou Whitaker. And then as I mentioned, the Tigers go down, uh, you know, seven to nothing the day after the Rays are a pretty good team and you're not going to keep them down forever. But hey, listen, when you've got a four game series, when you're retiring uh, one of your all time greats, Lou Whitaker, and you're playing a team like the Rays, you know, you, you don't want to get swept in a four game situation. So at least that did happen. The Tigers did lose six to two. On Thursday, five to three on Friday, nine one nine one on Saturday. They lost seven nothing today, so not a good series. But at least they didn't get swept, and they were able to win the game uh, with Lou Whitaker's number being retired. The Tigers will get a day off. Haven't had one of those, in, it seems like in a long time, uh, except for that one weird Friday where after the All Star break they had to go out to Oakland and then came back and played Minnesota on a Saturday. They will play again next, coming up on Tuesday at Comerica Park. They'll start a series with the Guardians. No line on that yet. We'll have that line uh, at some point on Monday. Uh, so check out BetRivers.com uh, and the app for that as well. Shane Bieber uh, will go for Cleveland. And Alexander will go 
for the Tigers. All right, let's take a trip inside the Motown betting window. It's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And we're calling all baseball fans. This week, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for same game parlay bets and bets on all professional baseball games. Create your ideal same game parlay of over three legs and receive up to three 50% profit boosts. That's awesome. That's right. Get, excuse me, get a 50% profit boost when you place qualifying same game parlay wagers this week only. Head over to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app for more details. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem. Call 800 270 7117. And as I mentioned, the Tigers will not play on Monday. Today, they will start that series with the Guardians on Tuesday. Beebs and Alexander. And it's going to be, I would say, a Cleveland favoritism for much of the, the whole series, I would think. I'm going to go over the rest of the series here for a, in a minute. Uh, Guardians will come in 56 and 52. Tigers just 43 and 37 in the basement of the AL Central. And Alexander's been okay at times. Win-loss-wise, not so much, just two and five, but that's because the Tigers aren't a very good team. But with Bieber, you know, he's 500, but his ERA solid at 3-3. I think the Indians, or the Guardians, excuse me, how dare I call them the Indians. Uh, the Guardians probably minus 150 or so in game number one. Uh, something about that, because uh, the Guardian, the Tigers owned the Guardians back last time they played at Comerica, but the Guardians definitely a much better team overall than the Tigers. The Wednesday game uh, will be at 7-10 at, at night at Comerica. Savale for the Indians, he's 2-5 with a 6-1-7 ERA. Hutchinson will go again for the Tigers. He's just 1-5 with a 4-3-7 ERA. And then on Thursday, getaway day, it'll be a 1-10 game for the uh, Tigers and Guardians. Plezak will go for Cleveland. He's 2-10 uh, with a 4-4-9 ERA. Terrible decision record, win-loss record for Plezak, uh, but not a terrible ERA. He's been in a lot of games where, unfortunately, the Indians or the Guardians have lost close games and uh, has not been, you know, terrible overall, but his win-loss record, obviously, very bad. The Tigers, as of now, undecided as far as a pitcher goes. Uh, and then for the weekend, Detroit will travel to Tony LaRusse's White Sox. It'll be Hill and Kopech opening up on Friday in game number one as we get towards the middle part of August. And I'll be on my way on a plane to Vegas for the weekend. So we'll have a full report from that. And always look forward to going out there and seeing the VEASAN peeps, getting in uh, the pool action, late night club sausages, uh, also some poker and sushi and late night strip walks. It just doesn't get any better than Vegas, especially in the summer. It's a lot different than going to Vegas in the fall or the winter because it's obviously super hot, but a different vibe there. A lot of people traveling in from Los Angeles. I love the energy in Vegas in the summer. I think I'm going to see Tiesto, uh, one of the great DJs uh, ever, on Saturday at Zook Nightclub at Resorts World. So get a full report for that for you coming up next week after the trip to Viva Las Vegas. So we keep getting there. We keep getting right to the press. I mean, I'm giving you eight outright wins in golf this year. But I'm frustrated that it's been about six or seven weeks now since we've had one. And I really felt good about two of our guys heading into the weekend, even though there was multiple weather delays. We had Russell Don Henley, who, of course, you know, had that fall from grace, that just incredible drop-off at the end last year. It looked like he was going to win the tournament. 
and then ended up missing the playoff at the Wyndham last year. He was right in the mix, and we we added on after the first day. We took Brandon Wu, who actually was in the lead at one point on Saturday at 12-under. Well, Wu got off to a really tricky start, never could recover. Uh, you know, Russell Henley finished top five. He ended up shooting a great score. Uh, he had a 66 on, on Sunday, but just was too far off and ended up finishing seven off the lead because, Tom, you know, Tom Kim was just... 20-year-old, freaking incredible, shot a 61, a 61 to win the tournament by five over John Ha and Sun J.M., but we had Henley and we had Wu, and we got the playoffs coming up, and I feel really confident we're going to get you something, some outright winner over the next few weeks, hopefully multiple outright winners, but we did listen. We, we, We had Russell Henley in the top five. Uh, you know, Brandon Wu, we didn't make a plan him for top five or top 10. He did finish top 10. I know some of you, when you take my outrights, you'll do the same thing and back him up with uh, position. Uh, but then, you know, I had thought about taking Davis Riley. We ended up passing on him. Davis Riley did end up finishing up uh, in, in tied for 13 at a 69, 100 par on Sunday. Zal Torres was our two-unit play. He, you know, almost made the cut of the number again like he did in the Rocket was zooming, you know, towards today. Uh, ended up shooting a 68 and finishing 900, but he just started off the tournament too rough. If he had started a little better, he might have had a chance on, on uh, the final couple of days here, but he ended up tied for 21st. We did have Sebastian Munoz miss the cut, uh, and then Brandon Todd finished tied for 36. So, you know, we're still right there. We're on the precipice. We we're way profitable when it comes to golf outrights this year and other golf bets, but... I really thought, you know, going to bed last night, even though I went to bed at like 8 in the morning, uh, after a great 70s party downtown, uh, and then my condo almost burning because my neighbor left some eggs in a pan, and and she's a little older, and the fire department had to come, and everything's fine. But I really thought that that Henley was going to make some kind of crazy run, or Brandon Wu was going to be at like 14 or 15 under after five or six holes. Didn't happen. And big, big uh, props to Kim who might be accepting his tour card so he can play in the playoffs. He's 20 years old. He doesn't have any status on the tour right now. Just an incredible story for Ji Young Kim, uh, the 20-year-old South Korean, and he wins $1.3 million, 500 FedEx Cup points. He's going to get his tour card if he accepts membership. Just a great story heading into the playoffs uh, for him. And I'm I'm excited about the playoffs. I think it's going to be a ton of fun, and there's tons of value. And we will have those odds that will be out uh, at some point on Monday. We'll talk it out about it on, on the Wild Wednesday show and break it all down with all my selections. And maybe even do an outright uh, play or two for the winner of the FedEx Cup playoffs, you know, the, the championship entire. Uh, so we'll talk about that coming up on the Wild Wednesday show. And as I mentioned, NFL preseason, full week of that starts on Thursday with Giants and Patriots, Titans at Ravens, then Friday, the Lions. At Ford Field, I'll be in a, on a plane when this is going on, or I think I'll be actually be landed by the time this game takes off in Detroit. But the Falcons now moved to a two-and-a-half-point favorite, minus 108. It was one-and-a-half for the most part, biggest part of last week. Lions plus two-and-a-half, minus 113. As long as it's under three, I mean, three and seven, we know the key numbers in the NFL. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. But this gets to three, three-and-a-half, you know, we'll see. Because, you know, Jared Goff's not going to play, and a lot of the Lions starters aren't going to play. Uh, but Atlanta, without obviously without Matt Ryan, We'll see what happens with, with Atlanta. We're going to monitor the status of who's going to play for the Falcons if there's any value on betting that game. 
coming up uh, later this week. Money line Atlanta, by the way, minus 134. Lines plus 110. Total is 32.5 right now, Bet Rivers. Over minus 118. And the under is minus 104. And taking a quick look at the Detroit Lions markets up to the second. Uh, not much movement on their to make the playoffs line at Bet Rivers. The S plus 340, the no minus 455. Uh, I've told you that I really liked the division position uh, or position finishing uh, spots for the Lions when it comes to finishing at second. You know, finish first, they're nine to one. To finish at second, they are four to one. I like the value on that. I think the Lions are a better team than the Bears, and I think the Vikings are kind of right there with the Lions. Obviously, they're more established, they have a more established quarterback, but and, I mean, actually, that's not even fair. Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl, but I think Kirk Cousins has shown that he's a little better overall than Jared Goff. But Goff finished last year very solid. So with all the offensive weapons that Jared Goff has and one of the t- probably top five offensive lines in the NFL, I-, I think the Lions are, you know, right there with the Vikings and it's definitely a better team than the Bears. And I like them to finish second at 4-1. to one. Uh, To finish third, they're plus 165 in the NFC North. And to finish fourth, they're plus 145. We're seeing a little uptick. In the the you know the juice on the over six and a half, it's now up to minus one twenty five at one point. It was minus one thirteen. So I think we're kind of going to see it around there unless there's some late steam coming in on the lines for the regular season starts. We'll have my man Troy Mocker on from Bet River soon uh, to talk about the updated numbers and what he's seeing with all the betting on the lines at Bet Rivers. The under six and a half is plus one hundred three. The over five and a half minus two forty. Under five and a half plus one ninety. And the over seven and a half is plus 160, under 7.5, is minus 200. And to me, I told you I love the over 6.5, up to probably over minus 130. Uh, I do not want to lay the kind of money on the 5.5 that you have to. I'm not going under either of those. And then is there value on over 7.5, plus 160? There's a little, but I think the Lions, you know, 7-8 wins is what they should have in 2022. I think six and a half is the perfect number. I got it at six. We talked about that months ago, but obviously there's no really sixes out there unless you want to lay like minus 160 or something. But to me, still playable at minus 125. I would take it now because it's probably only going to go up. Could it get to seven? Seven flat? Possibly. And then obviously seven wins will be a push. But to me, the, the only value right now, you know, full value for me is the over six and a half. Uh, I'm not going to reach and try to get to eight wins and, and get the plus 160. By the way, the under 7.5 is minus 200. And then this is new. Uh, they've just released some more things to be able to bet on when it comes to the Lions. And starting with the exact number of games won. This is obviously excluding the playoffs. So if the Lions go 0-17, which we know they're not, uh, they're, it's 66-1. to 1, So 100 would be $6,600. If they win exactly one game, 33-1. to 1, Two games, 20-1. to 1, Three games, 12-1. to 1, Four games, seven to one. Five games, five and a half to one. Six games and seven games, both four to one. Eight games plus 425. Nine games, seven to one. Ten games, nine to one. Now we're starting to get crazy. Eleven games, 15 to one. So I think it should be way higher than that. Twelve games, 22 to one. Thirteen games, 40 to one. Fourteen games, 70 to one. Fifteen games, 100 to one. 16 games, 200 to 1. 17 games. If the Lions go 17 and 0, right now, Bet Rivers, it's 300 to 1. It should be 300,000 to 1. The Lions, I mean, no one's, I don't think anyone's going to go 17 and 0, maybe ever. If the Lions went 17 and 0 this year, if you bet a dollar, you should get like half a million. So 
That's where we're at. To be honest, you know, I looked at this and, and I think value-wise, you know, you take, I would take two different spots, maybe six and seven, about four to one, seven and eight, four, four plus four, 25. That's right where I think the lines will be at. Uh, but, you know, that's the, you get some decent, you know, odds when it comes to picking the exact amount of wins. I'd rather just go over a total, not to worry about pegging exactly how many wins the Lions get. Now, also, there's bands. If you don't know what that means, there's, you know, bands of, of runs, bands of games, where it's, you know, 0 to 2, 3 to 5, 6 to 8, etc. They do that in baseball. They do it, obviously, in football as well. So this is excluding playoffs as well. 0 to 2 wins for the Lions is 12 to 1. 3 to 5 wins for the Lions is plus 225. This is where the sweet spot is. 6 to 8 wins, basically even money, plus 105. 9 to 11 wins, plus 325. 12 to 14 wins, 15 to 1. And 15 to 17 wins, 16 to 1. If anybody's taking the Lions to win even 12 or more games... You know, I'm a very optimistic, positive guy. You know me if you've listened to me for years. You know that I'm one of the more positive guys out there. That's just crazy. I mean, yeah, never say never. I mean, did Sean Connery's James Bond say never say never and never say never again? But uh, I'll just tell you this. The Lions are not winning 12 or more games. Not this year. Is it possible this parody-driven NFL? Yeah. But, I mean, come on. Let's not get crazy here. Uh, you also, check this out, you can also bet on the opponent for the team's first loss. So this is who you think the Lions are going to lose their first game to. Eagles, of course, a decent-sized favorite, game one. Like the Eagles are going to possibly win that game, but the Lions have a great chance of covering the four. The uh, Lions have been a great home dog throughout uh, the last, you know, 30 years. You know, obviously it's a rough years where the Lions were playing great uh, under Matt Patricia, but Lions have historically been a pretty good at home team. When it comes to be, you know, an underdog and, a, and, a, and obviously just in general, uh, when the Lions have had good, you know, teams, they've been very tough to beat at home. But the Eagles, uh, better team than the Lions right now. And to me, uh, minus 195 is, is, is the right price for that to be the Lions' first loss. Does the Lions win that game, though? Would their first loss be Washington? That's plus 333. Would the first loss be the Minnesota game? Plus 550. Seattle, 33 to 1. New England, 35 to 1. Cowboys, 66 to 1. Dolphins 150 to one along with the Packers. Then Chicago, the Bears would be 200 to one if that was their first loss. That means the Lions would be eight zero going into the Bears game. Giants being their first loss 250 to one along with the Bills. Jaguars 500 to one. Jets 1000 to one. And same with the Panthers 1000 to one for them to be their first loss. And then also you can bet on the opponent for the team's first win, excluding playoffs, of course. No team's going to not win a game until they go to the playoffs. They're not going to be in the playoffs that way. Uh, for it to be the Eagles for their first win, plus 155. Commanders, plus 190. I actually like that. I like the value on the Commanders, almost 2-1. to one. I guess I think the Lions probably lose to the Eagles and beat Washington. Uh, but it's tough, though. First game of the year, it's tricky. But there is value there on the Commanders. If the Vikes were the Lions' first win, plus 750. Seahawks, 5-1. to one. Patriots, 25-1. to one. Cowboys, 40-1. to one. Dolphins, 35-1. to one. Packers being the Lions' first win, along with the Bears. Uh, those begins back-to-back, 50-1. to one. Giants, 66-1. to one. If the Bills were the Lions' first win, that means they would, they would enter that game 0-10. They'd be, it's 150-1. to one. Jags being the Lions' first win, 80-1. to one. Jets, 150-1. to one. And the Panthers, 250-1. to one. Those are the opponents for the team's uh, first win odds. You get all that uh, coming up at uh, Bent Rivers. And by the way, I, I think I, I'm going through it. They only list the division teams once. So obviously there'd be a chance for you 
to be winless and then play your division team the second time and beat them and vice versa for the loss as well. So some of that's not necessarily order of the way that the season goes. But those are very interesting props. There'll be a lot more added uh, at Bet Rivers for the Lions throughout this season. All right, that's a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Coming up next, our latest edition of Michigan Mondays with a focus on Michigan State and Michigan football as we get ever so closer to the start of the season. Got some interesting updated numbers for you when it comes to futures and props on both the squads. We'll get to that. It's all coming up here on the Manic Monday edition of the Detroit CityCast brought to you by our great friends at Bat Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, call 1 800 270 And here we go, the latest edition of Michigan Mondays, a focus on Michigan and Michigan State football. Camps are open. I'm seeing images and videos from both up there in East Lansing and in Ann Arbor. And of course, the biggest question for the Spartans how are all these transfers going to come and translate into you know, being a, a part of this team and making the defense better and obviously Peyton Thorne and his weapons on offense. Biggest question in Michigan, of course, we know is who the starting quarterback's going to be and can the defense recover uh, with a ton of talent but losing a ridiculous amount of talent in Ojabo and Hill and Hutch and some others. So uh, as we get closer and closer, we're going to see what we're hearing. Unfortunately, media not allowed into college practices, but there are press conferences. There are things to read between the lines. Do have some sources that are able to videotape those practices, and I hear some stuff, and I'll pass out anything that, uh, of note to you as we get closer to the start of the college football season. Want to take a look at the updated lines, though, and there has been some movement. We're going to start, though, with the point spreads, and Michigan State will open up on Friday night, uh, September 3rd, against Western Michigan. It'll be a 7 o'clock game at Spartan Stadium. I'm sorry, September 2nd. Wolverine September 3rd. And Michigan State, 18.5 point favorites. Both sides minus 110. This was 17.5. It's been steady for a couple weeks at 18.5. The high majority of the money and tickets are on the Spartans minus the points right now. We'll see if any of that comes back closer to the season. Also, Michigan State in the money line, minus 12.50. The Western Michigan Broncos, plus 6.50. The total's been stuck at 54 and a half, the over minus 112, the under minus 108. We do have the majority of the money, about 70% or so on the over and similar amount of tick, percentage amount of tickets on the over. Uh, as you see, the under there at Bent Rivers is minus 108. So we shall see uh, what kind of movement we get there. And then as I mentioned, the Wolverines will open up on Saturday, high noon at the Big House. I'll be out there. And this line hasn't had much movement either. We've seen a little movement on the total, which we'll get to in a minute. But the spread sticking at 27 and a half. It's been that way for a couple of weeks. Uh, Wolverines minus 27.5, minus 117. Colorado State plus 27.5, minus 105. Now listen, it's early, but the majority of the money and tickets on the, the Rams plus 27.5, it's a lot of points. Colorado State's not going to be a great team, but definitely could hang in this game uh, in a first game type situation for both teams with the Wolverines. So that's where we're seeing with the spread money. There is no money line right now at Bat Rivers. And the total is up now to 57.5. Uh, that was the spread, or the total, excuse me, was as low as 55 and a half. And we've seen that go all the way up to 57 and a half. And there is some movement 
on the over. That's where we're seeing the majority of the tickets. Minus 114 on the over right now at Bet Rivers and uh, the under minus 107. And a couple other things you can bet on when it comes to this game. There are there is the ability to go with alternate spreads. Right now, the only alternate spreads for this game are Michigan minus 27 instead of 27 and a half. You got to lay minus 124 on that side. And then Colorado State plus 27 is plus 102 as opposed to plus 27 and a half minus 105. And the total, you can go over 57 and lay 120 instead of 57 and a half laying minus 114. And the under 57 minus 103, the under 57 and a half minus 107. Not that big of a of a difference there. I mean, I don't think this, this is going to come, you know, right in the lay on that number. I think this game is going to be in the 40s or low 50s or it's going to be a very high scoring game that will get well into the 60s you also could do game combos at bet river so many different options to bet not just football but all the other sports as well at bet rivers you can take michigan minus the 27 and a half and the under 57 and a half plus 320 you can take michigan minus 27 and a half and the over 57 and a half plus 190 you can take colorado state plus 27 and a half and the under 57 and a half plus 210 and Colorado State plus 27 and a half and the over 57 and a half. You can do that plus 330. All you got to do uh, to find those spreads is when you go to the app or go to the website, betrivers.com, click on the more bets part where you see the spread uh, and the over and the uh, money lines for all the other games, of course, not for this one. Uh, you click on more bets and you have that there. And then there's also the same thing for the Spartans and Western Michigan. Uh, you can take Western Michigan plus 19 minus 114 instead of plus 18 and a half minus 110. Spartans, you can lay the 19 minus 107 as opposed to the 18 and a half minus 110. I don't really think that's much of a precipitous uh, difference there as well. Uh, the 19, obviously, would be a push uh, if you took 18 and a half. Uh, would be a win, so I would obviously still take the 18 and a half if you're taking the Spartans. And then as far as the total goes, you can go over 54 instead of 54 and a half. The over 54 is minus 122. 54 and a half is minus 112 to go over. The under 54 is even money, and the under 54 and a half is minus 108. And the game combos when it comes to Western Michigan and Michigan State, you can do Michigan State and the over 54 and a half minus 103. Michigan State and the under 54 and a half. Uh, minus one plus one twelve. These are money line combos. So it'd be Michigan State just to win and the over Michigan State uh, just to win in the under. Western Michigan to win outright and the over fifty four and a half is thirteen to one. And Western Western Michigan to win outright and the under fifty four and a half is eleven to one. And then here's the point spread and total point combos. Michigan State minus eighteen and a half and the over fifty four and a half plus two ten. Spartans minus eighteen and a half and the under fifty four and a half is three to one. Western Michigan plus the points, 18 and a half, and over 54 and a half is plus 290, and the Broncos plus 18 and a half, and the under 54 and a half is plus 220. Now, taking a look at the futures right now uh, to win the NCAA championship, Alabama still a favorite at plus 150, the Buckeyes plus 250, Georgia 4 to 1, Clemson 10 to 1, USC and Texas A&M. 20 to 1 right out in the top five. The Wolverines still 50 to 1. That's kind of where they've been for the last month or two. And the Spartans, they are coming in at 150 to 1 where they've been for the last month or two as well. And then going to the Heisman Trophy odds, this is where we have seen a little bit of movement here. CJ Stroud, the favorite, plus 175 out of Ohio State, of course. Bryce Young, plus 350. Caleb Williams, 7.5 to 1. Will Anderson, 18 to 1. And Jameer Gibbs and Dylan, uh, Dylan Gabriel, excuse me, plus 20 
uh, to one right now. So if, uh, obviously a $50 bet would win you $1,000 on those. And then you start looking at the Michigan and Michigan State quarterbacks. It starts with J.J. McCarthy, who is now 70-1 to one to win the Heisman. We've seen him as high as 80 or 90. The last several weeks, though, he has been 71. Of course, we don't know if he's a starter yet. Uh, but eventually, probably at some point in the season, might become that. Peyton Thorne's where we've seen a move. He was 100 to 1, and now he's down to 80 to 1. So there has been a little movement, nothing crazy, but some movement on Peyton Thorne at 80 to 1. And then Cade McNamara, who we do know has a great chance of being the starter as well. I mean, it's kind of a, I don't want to say it's a coin flip because I think Jim Harbaugh and, and the coaching staff kind of know maybe what they're thinking right now. But Kate McNamara took to the playoffs last year. Won the Big Ten for the first time since 03. Beat Ohio State. I mean, all the big moments with J.J. McCarthy, of course, the future. But Kate McNamara, 100-1 to right now. Uh, and if he gets named the starter, those odds obviously will go down as well. Blake Corum, 125-1 to for the Wolverines. Uh, and that is kind of the, the where we're at with the, both Wolverines and Spartans when it comes to winning the Heisman Trophy. And then as far as Big Ten odds go, Ohio State minus 230. The Wolverines sticking steady at 8.5 to 1. Wisconsin, Penn State 13 to 1. Nebraska 17 to 1. Iowa 18 to 1, along with Minnesota. And the Spartans sticking steady at 27 to 1. Just to round it out, if you're wondering, Purdue 33 to 1. Indiana 40 to 1. Maryland 100 to 1. Northwestern, go Cats, 201. Illinois 250 to 1. And Rutgers 250 to 1 as well. And you also. Get bet on the different divisions in the Big Ten. We'll start with the West here. Wisconsin, the favorite, plus 175. Nebraska, plus 250. Minnesota, 4-1. to one. Iowa, 5-1. to one. I like the value of Iowa at 5-1, to one, by the way. Purdue, 7-1. to one. Illinois, 40-1. to one. And Northwestern is 100-1. to one. And you also get bet on the Big Ten East. And this is where it gets a little trickier because the Buckeyes are such a big favorite. They're minus 500. Wolverines down to 6-1. to one. At one point, they were 7, 7.5-1. to one. They're the same with, with Penn State. Penn State, for a minute, was actually uh, ahead of the Wolverines. And now they're tied with them, both 6-1. to one. A lot of money, obviously, coming in uh, with Bet Rivers being in Michigan and Pennsylvania. Uh, so that's why you always got to shop around odds. But, you know, of course, I'm always going to give you the Bet Rivers odds first. Michigan State 16 to 1, Indiana 100 to 1, Maryland 150 to 1, and Rutgers 200 to 1. And then we've also seen some movement on the win totals. We'll start with Michigan State. And, you know, we talked about this going back a few weeks with Troy Mocker, the senior uh, manager for content strategy at Bet Rivers that has all the great numbers for us where, you know, this was one of the top five most bet overs nationally. The number is seven and a half, and it's up to minus 134 on the over. At one point, this was minus 112. You know, I think actually I saw minus 110. uh, And then, you know, kind of volleyball between that and minus 112, minus 113. But it's all the way to minus 134. The under, by the way, is plus 105. And it's still a top five most bet over in the country at Bet Rivers. And I'm very, you know, very interested to see where we're at, like the week before the season starts, in a few weeks from now, uh, because that that number is, I think, exactly where it should be. I think the Spartans, eight wins. I'm not saying that's the ceiling, but to me, that feels like that's kind of where the Spartans are going to be this year with the way the schedule sets up and and the kind of talent they have. But Mel Tucker, Mark D'Antonio, they've surprised at times, so we'll just have to see. Uh, but that is uh, interesting that it's still you know top five bet over in the entire country at Bet Rivers. And as far as the Wolverines are considered, 
Michigan right now at Bet Rivers, the number is nine and a half. That's basically the same it's been as far as the minus 118. It's been minus 115. It's been minus 117. Minus 118. I haven't seen it higher than minus 118. Uh, but that's kind of where it's been around those four or five dollar marks right there. The under nine and a half is minus 107. I think the Wolverines number is right as well. I think the Wolverines probably going to win 10 games and lose to. Uh, Ohio State, they could lose to Iowa on the road, and then they can win the rest of their games. They could be an 11-win team, though. But that number, I, I don't think there's any value going in the over there. And there's definitely not, to me right now, laying the 135, 134 with Michigan State and going over the 7.5. So we'll see what happens with these numbers going forward uh, as we get closer and closer to the season. All right, that's going to do it for us here today on the Manic Monday edition of the Detroit CityCast. We'll see you on Wednesday. We'll break down... The FedEx St. Jude uh, uh, playoff start for the FedEx Cup playoffs. And we got Lions preseason action later in the week as well. And I'm off to Vegas. So a big week for us here on the CityCast. They're all big weeks. And we're getting closer to football. So I can't wait. Until next time, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch. Getting your week off to a great start. I'm out.